I remember learning in Accounting 101 about FIFO and LIFO. Now, when my professor first said that, I, I thought, well, he was going to tell us about his dogs that day. But that wasn't what it was. It was yet another principle of accounting that we were supposed to learn. As I recall, FIFO, F-I-F-O, stands for first in, first out, and LIFO, L-I-F-O, stands for last in, first out. It had something to do with how you sell your inventory. If you have your first inventory coming in, and then that's the first that goes out, or if it's the last inventory that you come in, that's the first that, that you uh, sell. Kind of like Christmas ornaments. The last ornaments that I took off the tree last year are always the first ornaments that I put on the tree this year because that's the way we stack them in the tub. You know, they just kind of go in that way. In fact, we have some ornaments on the bottom of the tub that we haven't used in years because I never get down quite that deep. I need to just take the tub and dump it out so we can just start at the bottom one year. Everybody will think we have a new tree. It'll be great. During this month, we are looking at some of the folks that were gathered there at the manger. Last week, we looked at some of the last people to arrive at the manger. In fact, they may not have actually arrived at the manger at all. They may have come a few days later, but still very important to the Christmas account, the nativity account. The wise men, we took a look at why they're significant last week. This week, we take a look at the first people who came to the manger, the shepherds. They were the first to hear the message about Jesus' birth. They were the first to be there gathered around the manger to see the Christ child. And they were the first to tell the story about the birth of the Christ child. We find this account here in Luke chapter 2. We'll start reading this morning with verse 8. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. And then skipping down to verse 16. So they, the shepherds, hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. This Christmas, I hope we can all be encouraged to tell what we know. First of all, we need to go quickly. Volumes have been written on why God chose in his infinite wisdom to give this the most important announcement of all history to a bunch of smelly sheep herders. Now, some have supposed that maybe since they were relatively close to Jerusalem, close to the temple, these might have been shepherds who were watching over sheep that were used for sacrifices at the temple. And the reason God chose them is a way to announce that that was what Jesus had come to do, that he had come to give his life as a sacrifice for all of us. Others have pointed out that perhaps their role as shepherds pointed to Jesus' role as our great shepherd. But perhaps, maybe it was just because the shepherds were kind of the everyman of the New Testament day. If you weren't a shepherd, 
you at least knew a shepherd. Everybody knew about shepherds. They saw them all the time. They saw what they did. And they received this message, not because they earned it, not because they deserved it, but because God gave it to them in the very same way that God gives his salvation to us, not because we earn it or not because we deserve it, but it's simply out of his marvelous grace that he bestows it upon us. Well, what a message it was that they heard that night. The angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. Now, no doubt the shepherds that night were busy. Uh, Being a shepherd was a 24-hour job. There was always something that needed to be done to tend to the sheep. And if you left your sheep untended, it was almost certain that you would lose some, if not all of them, either to predators who would come in and take them away, to thieves who would come in and take them away, or the sheep would just wander off. Shepherding was something you had to do all the time. But the shepherds did not let the day-to-day keep them from hearing the eternal. When the message came, they went immediately to see Jesus. After hearing the angel's message and seeing the heavenly host that night there on the hillside, the shepherds knew exactly what it was they needed to do. So there in verse 15, when the angel's had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. That phrase, let's go to Bethlehem, it's actually much stronger in the original language. Uh, It might be better translated as, Come on, let's go, right now. Or if they'd been from the Ozarks, Time's no wasting, load up your mule and let's head to town. You know, they were ready to go immediately. The sheep didn't matter. Their job didn't matter. They had to go and see this one who was the Messiah. Some things are important in life, and we know that we need to get around to them eventually. Kind of like going to the dentist. We all know we're supposed to go to the dentist. That's a good thing to do. But most of us can figure out some excuses to put that off for a while until the important becomes urgent. If you've ever woken up in the middle of the night with a toothache, you know what I'm talking about. You try to make it go away. You try all the home remedies you can think of. Nothing changes. And so immediately you think to yourself, first thing in the morning, I'm getting on the phone and I'm making an appointment with that dentist. And then you say, no, I'm not making an appointment. I'm going to go park on his doorstep so that when he comes in, he can take this thing out. What was important suddenly has become urgent. The sheep were important. That was their job. That was their livelihood. That was something that was was very important for them to take care of. But seeing the Savior was urgent. They had absolutely no qualms at all of dropping everything to go and see the Savior. We need to see that in the message of Christmas. This story is so familiar. We hear it every year, this this time of the, the season. The danger is that the story of Jesus coming into our world becomes routine. 
just part of the holiday celebration. Now, don't get me wrong. Holiday celebrations are are important. It's important to be with your family. It's important to, to celebrate with your loved ones. It's important to sing the songs of Christmas, to recognize this wonderful time of the year. But in the midst of the important, don't miss the urgent. It is urgent that our world hear the message of Christ now. Not tomorrow, not next week, not sometime later when it's convenient, but right now. It's one of the reasons why we do the Lottie Moon Christmas offering for international missions during this season of the year. It's because we recognize it's urgent that we give resources to our missionaries who are on the field so that they can take the message of Christ to people who have not heard his name And that message can go out not sometime later, but it can go out right now when the people are ready, when the people are listening, when they're ready to hear. The message of Christ is urgent. We need to go quickly. But we need to be sure to go. The shepherds were the first to receive this extraordinary message of the birth of Jesus. And so they became the first to go there to the stable and see the child there laying in the manger. And that's usually where our Christmas stories stop. But it's not where the Bible ends this story. Verse 17, when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed At what the shepherds said to them. These were not trained evangelists. They were not commissioned missionaries. Now there's certainly nothing wrong with either one of those. Both of those are are vitally important to the kingdom of God. But understand, these were just average, day-to-day people. Nothing special about them. Nothing noticeable about them except for one thing. They had seen Jesus. It certainly was exciting for them. It was an event they would never forget. They would remember this day, probably even celebrate this day. The rest of their lives, they would be telling their children and their grandchildren about that moment they were out on the hillside and heard the angels proclaiming the message of Christ and then went to Bethlehem and saw the baby in the manger. It was something they could not keep to themselves. The shepherds were the first to hear the message, but they also were the first to share the message. They ran through the town proclaiming to everybody who would listen to them that the Messiah had been born. Those who heard what the shepherds said responded With astonishment. Not disbelief. Not ridicule. But amazement. It is an age-old advertising tradition. You've seen this before. The the personal endorsement. You you see a a commercial on television or maybe it's a print advertisement. And and there it's it's featured some famous person who is drinking a specific brand of soda or maybe they're using a special golf ball. 
The idea is that you see that person that's famous, that's, that's well-known, and you see them using that product, and you think, well, I ought to use that too. But we've gotten a little smarter than that. We realize that that famous guy is on TV hawking that vacuum cleaner because the vacuum cleaner company paid him a bucket load of money. And regulators have gotten a little more strict about that. Advertisements have to display in some way or another that this person is compensated for their endorsement. They've been paid for it. In other words, they, they like those pickles because the pickle company gave them a truckload of cash to like those pickles. Or another favorite of advertisers, the actor portrayal of an endorsement. And that also has to be indicated somewhere in the commercial. You may have seen those little small uh, fine print down at the bottom saying an uh, 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 actor portrayal or some words to that effect. Well, what that means is the person in the commercial may have never even used that toothpaste they're selling. They got paid to say that toothpaste makes their teeth white because their teeth were really white when they auditioned for the commercial. Now, why would advertisers go to all that trouble to, to pay some famous person or to get some actor that portrays things just the way that they want it to be portrayed? Well, because they know that we are much more likely to listen to something if someone tells us. That's the wonderful, profound truth that is illustrated by the shepherds. People listened to the shepherds not because of who they were. They listened to the shepherds because they told what they saw. In all likelihood, these shepherds were not handsome. They, they weren't wearing cashmere robes and driving a souped-up camel through town. They weren't trained speakers. Their grammar probably wasn't the best. But people were amazed what they heard. You might think this morning that you're not qualified to tell people about Jesus. You might think, well, why would somebody listen to me if I told somebody about the Lord? I've not been trained to do that. But folks, you need to understand, people will listen. Just tell them what you know. Tell them what Christ has done for you. Tell them who the Jesus of Christmas really is. Especially this time of year. We need to realize the urgency of this message. That this is a message that everyone we know needs to hear. Our world needs the story of Jesus. Heavenly Father, help us. We understand that, that the Christmas story is important. We wouldn't be here if we didn't. We understand that these accounts of the birth in the stable, the wise men and the shepherds, we understand those are important for us to know. We get that. But God, sometimes in the midst of all of the holiday preparations and of the season, we forget the urgency of this message. That everyone we know needs the Savior that was born that day. So God, help us to catch not only the importance, but the urgency.
that everyone needs Jesus. For it is in his precious name we pray. Amen.